You put your all into delivering quality and value on time. And when your customer doesn't pay, it doesn't just hurt your feelings. It hurts your business. At MetCredit, we get it. We collect overdue receivables fast and treat your customers with respect. Go to MetCredit.com to get started. MetCredit, we get it. This is Overdue Advice, the podcast about cash flow strategies to grow your business. Brought to you by MetCredit. Everybody pay up. Welcome to Overdue Advice. I'm Andrea Schwabe. In business, the bottom line is literally the bottom line. When it comes to outstanding revenue, we've heard time and again from experienced debt collectors. Do not wait. Time is the enemy. If you want to recover as much money as possible, you need to act as quickly as possible. But that's really the question, isn't it? Act? Sure. But what do you do? Where do you go? So far on Overdue Advice, we've talked about what debt collection is, the basics of how it works, and we've gotten insights about what it's like to work at an agency. But more importantly, we've learned firsthand from debt collectors like Katrina and Cece why people go into the red and how to best handle getting out of it. Collection agencies exist because recovering accounts receivable isn't as easy as you'd think. Credit collection is regulated and specialized. If you're prepared to rebuild your bottom line and get serious about accounts receivable, then today's guest has a lot to say about that. David Hopkins is Vice President of Business Development at MetCredit. David is the key contact between your business and collecting debt locally or nationally. He knows what businesses face when they're dealing with outstanding debt. On this episode of Overdue Advice your first experience with a collection agency, and how to make it a success. Hi, David. Hi. How are you doing? Terrific. Good. You got some letters behind your name. You're David Hopkins ACI. Yes. What's AC- ACI? ACI means uh, I'm a member of the Credit Institute of Canada, but I'm also accredited with them. So it's the designation that you get from the Credit Institute of Canada once you've gone uh, through a number and jumped through a number of hoops and done a number of things. So. Is it an actual financial designation? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. cool. And, and CIC, you're on the board of the Canadian... The Credit Institute of Canada. That's right, on the national board for the Credit Institute of Canada. But I also am fortunate to sit on four chapter boards, which is Calgary, Edmonton, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba. And I'm also the national director for the Prairies because we break it down across Canada. Holy cow, you're a busy guy. Yeah, but it's uh, it's, it's great for, for Met. It's great for me yeah. because we also, um, and it's great for the Credit Institute because I have a better connection with the members and with students across Canada by um, by filling, fulfilling these positions. Right. Tell me a bit about the CIC, the Credit Institute of Canada, and what it does. The Credit Institute of Canada is the only uh, institute or association, as it were, that um, where you can get a designation in credit and collections. It's, it's called the Certified Credit Professional. And we're always telling everybody out there, companies, financial institutions, it's really important that when they're looking for someone to head up their credit department, that they hire someone with a CCP after their name, because that means that these people are professionals, they're specialists, and they can help you with your credit granting and collections situations. So how long have you been at MetCredit? Uh, 24 years now. 24 24. Wow, that's a while. Yeah. So you joined what year? I joined in 1996. Huh. And I was with Shaw Cable for quite some time prior to that. Oh, really? Yeah, which was really interesting work. 
Okay, 96. So I'm trying to think what the economy was like in 96. It was just coming out of the doldrums at that point, I That's think. right. It was just coming out of the doldrums, yeah. yeah okay. And that's the same time that Shaw Cable moved their corporate office from Edmonton to Calgary. Ah. And a number of us were not making the move. Right. <laughs> yeah, businesses do that. <laughs> yes, they, they really, do. They really do. And then did you, did you sort of, were you worried about becoming in a credit pinch yourself? No, actually not at all, because I had been, I was working with Shaw and I was interviewed actually on a flight going to Vancouver by the, by the vice president of business development for Met Credit at that time. She, uh, she sat next to me on the flight. So I had an interview all the way to Vancouver. That's helpful. Finished a couple of months later with, uh, I think it was about a month later with Shaw and started with Metropolitan right away. Right away. Oh, good for you. Uh, did you ever work as a collector? Uh, well, I have done some collections, yes, because mm-hmm. I am a licensed collector. Mm-hmm. I get licensed every every year. Uh, I do um, some collecting, uh, especially when it's against um, some clients that haven't paid us, right? Because that happens too. Oh, where we do the work and they don't, we don't get paid. Oh, now that's actually a twist we haven't heard about on the podcast. No, yet. you haven't. No, uh, it's something you hear from me because you asked me the question. Yeah, but no, under normal circumstances, I'm not the one who's talking to the debtors, calling up, you know, our, our clients, customers and asking them for money. Mm-hmm. We have teams that do that, right. but I am a licensed collector and I am very well versed in how the procedure goes. So, and I mean, you've got a relationship with the people that you'd be talking to anyway. Absolutely. So, yeah. you know, you sort of know how to do that. Yeah. So let's sort of start at the beginning here. Uh, <laughs> the topic is your first experience with a collection agency and how to make it a success, which sort of assumes that you could screw it up. So what are the things that people need to be aware of or businesses need to be aware of? Really, when they come to you, what's the first thing they say and what's the first thing they should say? Well, it's very interesting because I field so many calls and so many emails and so many inquiries from companies, in particular, more companies now than than it has been in probably the last uh, uh, two, three, four years. Oh, really? Um, It's more of commercial work that we're doing um, because we have a lot of companies in Alberta that have been under the pinch, Mm -hmm. under stress. They're not getting their accounts receivables cleaned up. So they give us a call. Now we're pretty much telling them, or I'm telling them uh, the same thing every time. And they're, they're telling me the same thing every time they go, Dave, I've I've got these problems. I've got these customers that won't pay. I've talked to them a hundred times. I've sent them a hundred emails. I'm getting no response back. Or if I do, they'll say, they'll pay me next week. They'll pay me. They'll pay me in six months. It's always the same thing from all from a lot of our um, inquiries from a lot of our potential clients they're all telling us that they're they're in dire straits they're in, they're in a in a difficult situation and they need help huh now is it just cuz they're waiting too long or do these things just like it, to me, it's sort of how does this sneak up on you? How do you how do you suddenly get into dire straits? Well, you don't suddenly get into dire straits, especially and let's let's take an industry like oil and gas because that's pretty much Alberta, partly Saskatchewan. Um, what happens in the oil and gas industry is you've been where everything is rolling and the price of the barrel of oil is great and everyone is doing very well. Suddenly the price drops, the economy changes, and you have all these customers out there that owe you money. Well, you've been working with them for many, many years. So they're almost family. So it's really hard when they call you up and say, you know, geez, Dave, I, I don't have the money this week. I'll pay you next week, I promise, or next month or in six months. As soon as I get this new contract or as soon as I get this new job, right. I'll be able to pay. Well, of course, it doesn't happen. Ergo, now you're in dire straits, right. but it doesn't happen overnight. It's something that builds up over six, eight, ten months. And now it's affecting how you're making your uh, payables. So how does it affect them getting those accounts back? 
because now it's sort of last minute and they're in a panic. So how do you calm them down? Well, what we tell them is that we're very well versed in this type of, you know, it's collections. We know what we're doing. We've been doing it since 1973. Um, it's all about the art of uh, uh, negotiations. It's all about third-party psychology. So we tell them not to worry. We can have a look at the accounts. We'll do what we can. We'll contact their customer. We'll get them on the phone. We'll, we'll, we'll request a payment or try to work out something with your customer. We'll also give them solutions on how they could perhaps pay the bill. So we're working with our clients to let them know that, you know, hopefully there's going to be light at the end of the tunnel and, and they're talking to the right company. And what's the time frame like? So I come to you going, I'm in dire straits. Here's my file. Go. <laughs> Go. Well, it... It, it varies depending on the account because there's a lot of variables that come into an account if you just gave me one. Right. You may say, okay, it's so-and-so, they've owed you, uh, owed you $5,000 for eight or nine months. Well, now we, we have to look at the file and exactly see and find out why they haven't paid you. There's a reason. There's always a reason or reasons that you haven't been paid by your customer. Probably because they have a, an account's receivable issues. They're not getting paid or they're not getting the work that they were getting two or three years ago. So they don't have the income coming in. So when you ask me, you say, well, how quickly can we get this resolved, Dave? It's really tough sometimes for us to give you a definite answer. We will do our best. We will try to get it as resolved as quickly as we can. That's why you don't pay us until we collect the debt. Right. And and how quickly once you get a file till, till you start on it? We start on it right away. Okay. As soon as the file is entered, and that's done by you online right. with us. You enter in all the information, goes straight into our system. Um, then it goes through the, the necessary requirements because we must comply with all provincial and federal law. Right. Once that happens, so this is in real time. So, okay, is, is your entire system online so you can just be anywhere and log a file? Pretty much. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's exactly right. I didn't know that. Because you're the one... As my client, you're the one who's going to be entering the in, the information right through our web page, our secure web page portal. Right. You'll be put. It'll come up, ask you for ask you all these questions, and there's many, many questions. Yeah, I would think. Yep, because we need to know as much as we can about the. The single biggest cause of bad debt write-offs is procrastination. With every day you wait, the chances of ever getting paid go down. At Met Credit, we get it. We collect business receivables fast. And if we don't succeed, you don't pay. Go to MetCredit.com and stop waiting for money you deserve. Met Credit, we get it. Well, I mean, now let's talk about some of those questions. What's the information that businesses need to know when they're going through that list of questions? What are those things? Well, the first questions, of course, are the ones that are straightforward. The name of the company or right. the name of the individual, if it's a consumer. Uh, address, phone number, postal code, city, province, uh, email address, cell phone number. Those are really, really important. Of course, we can't even get started unless we have some of that basic information. Right. From there on, we go and ask you for things like, if you've been dealing with this customer for a long time, do you have a credit application? Do you have uh, any canceled or NSF checks that were done? Um, is there any other information? Do you have a contract that was signed by your client uh, or by your customer? Um, there's there's probably many questions that we ask. We ask you, fill in what you know, leave blank what you don't, right. of course, and then we'll work with what you give us. Okay. That's good to know. So first thing I do, go online, enter my data and all my stuff. Uh, how do you negotiate the price? Like, how do I know what the price is going to be? Well, we negotiate that long before we get to that step. Oh, okay. Because we have a, a standard sales contract that 
would be between your company and MetCredit. It's pretty much, it's pretty standard. I actually brought one with us. Oh. Um, it just gives all the basics, some terms and conditions. That. Sure. There, hand that over. <laughs> oh, it's just a one-pager. Just a one-pager. Okay. So what we're doing here is we need to have a written agreement between the two parties, between your company and mine. So we're asking you, of course, the basic questions there, the name of your business right, and so yeah. on and so forth. It's the terms and conditions that really come into play here. Uh, what we're doing is we ask you the... Um, that information, but we also, we're going to have a conversation about what we're going to charge. And again, I mentioned earlier, we only charge unless we collect the debt. Right. No collection, no charge. Right. So if it's a company that we're going after and the account is not, let's say over a year, then we'll charge 25% only if we get the debt collected. Right. If we're going after consumer, it's more. And if the accounts are older than a year or older than that, we charge more. It's a different more. thing, yeah. It's a different thing. Because well, that's, that's, I mean, older debt's really tough to collect. Very tough to collect. Right. And it's actually, there's there's some really good numbers from Stats Canada that shows the difficulty uh, in collecting debt once it gets to certain months after, you know, six months, eight months, 10 months, and a year. Yeah. It shows the recovery rate uh, drops considerably after six months. Yeah. I mean, MetCredit has a, a, a debt calculator on the website and it's the strangest thing to put in. I just sort of for the heck of it, okay, I've got a $10,000 debt I need to collect on. And it is days before that number, you start dropping zeros in a hurry. It's really surprising and, and that it's actually borne out statistically. <laughs> I mean, you know, Brian said it, Cece, and uh, I mean, you're saying it yeah. and Katrina said it too. Just, you have to act fast. You need to move on it. I'm I'm really impressed with this contract to be honest because I mean it is literally a one pager. It's you know name address, you know contact name blah 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 blah, report to national credit bureaus yes or no, report to regional credit bureaus yes or no, name of signing authority, then the actual contract, the numbers, the percentages are laid out right there and then the terms, which is what Brian always talks about in terms of read the fine print always. But you know, it, terms is, and conditions. It's it's as clear as it could be. I mean, this there's nothing mysterious about it. This is really cool, actually. And and touching on oh. something you just mentioned about the credit bureaus, it is so important for you to check off those boxes. It gives us the ability to be able to report these files that you're sending us right. for collections. And it's something that we have that conversation with all our potential. Now, why is it important for people for you? To be able to report them to a bureau. Well, because it gives us the the consequence when we're talking to your customer. We say, okay, you owe five thousand dollars. Let's get this resolved today, if possible. And uh, they they say they can't, or they won't, or they hang up, or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Then we will let them know that it will be reported to the bureau. That's that could be a very bad thing against your credit score. Right. You might want to be going down to the bank in a few months to get a line of credit, a new lease on a truck, some new equipment. Yeah. Well, of course. Once you have a collection file on your credit bureau, that's not a great thing. Right. Uh, now, if if they don't give you the ability to report to a bureau, does that sort of take the teeth out? It does a bit, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's much more difficult because now we can't tell them that we're going to be reporting them to the credit bureau. It's rare that our any of our new clients or, or, or uh, our current clients will not allow us to report to the credit bureaus. And it asks for either we have provincial and national credit bureaus, depending right. on the type of business that you're giving us. So, so it's sort of a pro forma thing. They have to give you permission, but it's really... A pro, you know, it can be problematic if they don't. Yes, it is. But it's just yeah. sort of what you do. But they do have to have that formal checkbox. That is true okay. because it is. It's we're required by law to get that approved first. You have to approve. You have to say that you want us to report to the credit bureau. If you don't, we can't do it. Right. Uh, so now we you're in the collection process mm -hmm. and you get the money. Now, how does the so you've collected? 
how does my business collect that money from you? Well, what we do is once we've got the money in, it goes into trust accounts, which we have to set up by law, of course. Mm -hmm. The money will go into the, the account. And then at the end of the month, we'll send you a check less our fee. Oh. Very, very simple. And that's it. That's it. We can even do EFT if you'd like. Oh, really? So wow. right away, it goes into your account. You've got the money at the end of the month. And then we do it once, you know, at the end of each month. And uh, there's also, um, uh, with EFT, of course, it's it's quick, it's automatic, it's direct, and any applicable taxes we have to charge as well, of course, because right. we're a service. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any pitfalls? Because you've talked a bit about how some businesses, you know, can be worried about, um, or we've talked in the past about, you know, cl customers being worried about having a, a collection agency calling them and upsetting their customers. But you're already upset because your customers aren't paying, so the relationship is already fractured. Are there, is that one of the pitfalls or not really in your experience? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, it's something that Met uh, Credit specializes in and has for a number of years. Um, customer retention. We have a lot of our clients say, well, Dave, we're going to give you all these accounts, but I'm really nervous because I'm, I'm worried we're going to lose the customer or I don't want you mistreating them or doing anything wrong. Well, Met Credit's never done that. That's not how we go about it. Right. It's all about negotiation. Mm -hmm. Have a conversation with the customer. We try to get the file resolved. Sure, if you're getting a call from a collection agency, so third-party psychology comes into it, which is a really big part of the process. However, we're not about the, you know to hassle, to, to do anything untowards. That's not how Met Credit works. We want to get you on the phone, see what we can do to work it out. And in terms of that customer retention, what's the feedback you get from your current customers? Your, well, your clients. that's a very good question, and I'm glad you asked me that, because uh, uh, most of our customers are very happy. They don't get customer complaints, oh. and that's where we would hear it, is where mm. their customer would call them and say, oh, look, we got this call from this collection agency. Right. He phoned me at 4 o'clock in the morning. He did 25 calls in a day. We never do that. Right, of course. Because it's against the law. It's against the law. But also, it's something that uh, we just don't do, and it just doesn't go there. We're trying to make sure that our customer complaints are nil or none. And I would say a majority of our clients are very happy with the fact that they don't get customer complaints. And as a matter of fact, not only do we get the money collected from them, but the customer will go back because now they're going to be granted credit again. Right. Because they brought their account due yeah. or, or, or bought it current. Yeah. Now the account is current. It's great. And so they're free to, free to come back. And, free to be consumers again. Yeah. There you go. And you probably have a better relationship with your customer now. Yeah. Well, you it repairs that relationship. Absolutely. I mean, that, that yeah. invisible rift. And, and, you know, everyone on this podcast has talked about how there's a fair bit of shame and emotion that's, you know, dealing with debt. It's It doesn't matter if you're big. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're small. You drive a Mercedes. You drive a Corolla. It's just, it's the same deal. And, and you know, shame and emotion, and it's unfortunate. But it's, mm -hmm. but there's also, you bring guilt into it as well. Because when you call someone and they owe money, they feel guilty right away. They yeah. know they owe the money. Right. And and, and it's it's a big thing, that guilt. Yeah. It, I, it's, I, yeah. I, it's interesting you say that. Because as I think about it, it's like, it's not the the debt that's the surprise. It's probably that someone is finally calling them on it. And that's the surprise. Oh, geez, now I've got to actually deal with this. That's right. Yeah. And when getting back to one of your original questions, why don't our clients or why don't you call these uh, customers that owe you money? Mm -hmm. Well, because you're already feeling bad about the fact that they owe you money. It's not something that you want to do. And you're busy out doing your own thing and trying to get more more customers. Right. So what you need, want to do now is outsource it to the professionals. 
Let us handle it. Let us take that away from you. You can go on doing what's best that uh, and getting your company rolling and, and doing doing better. You let us handle this. And then in the long run, hopefully, um, uh, that once the accounts get collected, you'll have those customers back. Are there any industries that it's tougher to collect for? Yes, there are. Oh, what are they? Well, there's uh, property management debt. It's oh. always been very difficult. That's consumer right. debt as opposed to commercial. So mostly rent and that kind of thing? Yes. Yeah, that's tough, I would think. Yes, very tough because what happens is the tenants will move out or what we call in this business a midnight move. Right. Um, and once they've gone, they're difficult to locate. Now, we do have probably the best skip tracing department in Canada. There's no question about that. Uh, it still makes it very difficult because it's hard to get any consequence for a tenant who's moved out. Other than credit reporting. Now, of course, we can always, you know, you might have already got a judgment or you might have already got a landlord and tenant board order that orders that tenant to pay that money. Well, that's great. Well, perhaps we can garnish either wage. Well, we could if we knew where they worked. Right. Or we could garnish either bank account, but we need to know where they bank. So all those are revolving variables that nothing is ever cast in stone. However, when we're collecting against a company, the odds are better. Because the company, if it's in business, we could probably get the file resolved in a timely manner. Right. Are there any industries that are really easy that you would think would be tough to collect for? That's a very good question, too. I don't think so. There's nothing really easy, what we call in this business. There's mm-hmm. no real easy collection. It's, uh, it's, it's a different set of circumstances with almost every file. I've seen that my, in 24 years, I've seen all different kinds of accounts come towards us. You know, sometimes you pick up the phone and you get the hold of the customer right away and he says, I'm really sorry, I'm going to pay it today. Well, hallelujah, he pays it today with certified funds. In other cases where you thought maybe with a company in business and I've got the CFO on the line, it may take six, eight, ten months. Yeah. So there really isn't an answer to that question. Mm. Uh, are there any common mistakes that businesses make? Yes. The the most common mistake we find with businesses when they're assigning us debt is the debt is quite old before they send it to us. Okay. So it's still that time thing. Time, yeah, time sensitive. And and you're always hoping that your customer is going to pay. And a lot of customers, I, I truly believe they intend to pay. They say, oh, I'm going to pay you next month, next month, next month. But after eight or nine or 10 of those, it's getting wearing a little thin. Yeah. However, a lot of our clients or some of our clients will go, you know, I'm going to wait because I think next year he's going to get this contract. He's going to have this big job and he can pay me back. And that's where these accounts become so old. And that's probably the biggest thing we find. So what's the one piece of advice that you want businesses to know about debt collection? Well, I think the number one thing is is that uh, collections have changed over the years. You said earlier when we were having a conversation, mm-hmm. you had no idea that oh, yeah. a collection agency was like this. No. And, and what is it you guys do and, and, uh, and how does it work? And, 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 and technology has really changed us a lot, especially in the last 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still, you know, because we must comply with all provincial and federal law. So there's only so many things we really can do, short, of course, using our in-house legal team, getting to judgment and going down the litigation road. 
Right. Um, so I would always tell them that, you know, you want to, first of all, have a conversation with us. Let's have a look at your receivables. Let's find out what the problem is. Well, you know, and we could sit down with you. We could do a, a, a consult, find out what's going on. And uh, and then once we get a look at the accounts, then we can give you a, a pretty good idea of what's, what's going to happen. Thanks to Met Credit Vice President of Business Development, David Hopkins, for joining us today. For more information, blogs, and online debt calculation tools to learn how to deal with lost revenue or to open an account to start collecting, visit metcredit.com. This is Overdue Advice, the podcast about cash flow strategies to grow your business. I'm Andrea Schwabe. Thanks for listening. You run a business, you're successful. You don't wait for things to happen. You make them happen. So why aren't you collecting what's owed to you? The longer you wait, the less chance you'll ever see a cent. <laughs> so call Met Credit. We're your local debt recovery team, serving businesses of all sizes since 1973. And don't worry, we play nice. We're here to uphold your reputation and relationships. And speaking of nice, if we don't collect, you don't pay. Zero risk. Get to know us for when you need us at metcredit.com. 